Well, I'm back again. Uh, welcome to the Hazardous Exploration Podcast. Uh, I will be alone for this session. Uh, so, you gotta, you gotta bear with me for a bit. Um, since Taylor talked majority of last episode, it is my turn. Uh, I am back home. Made it back home safely, so that, that's all fun. Uh, been having a hell of a lot of fun. So, anyways, to get down to the podcast... Uh, I get to talk about the djinn. Uh, they are a very interesting cryptic. Uh, I got a, a couple of requests from friends to do this, so here I am. This is what I'm doing. Uh, so if I if I miss anything, please, please let us know. Uh, it would be greatly appreciated so we know what to do next time. Uh, and I'd love to hear any other recommendations of what to do. Uh, anyways, let's get down to it. The jinn. They are spiritual creatures in Islam and Arabic folklore. They are mentioned in the Quran and other Islamic texts and inhibit uh, an unseen world in dimensions beyond visible universe of humans. The Quran mentions that jinn are made of smokeless and scorching fire but also in physical nature, uh, being able to interact physically with people and objects and likewise likewise, be acted upon. Um, like humans, uh, the jinn can also be good, evil, or naturally uh, in between, kind of just neutral, neutral beings doing, doing whatever they want to do uh, in Islamic theology. Uh, they are usually visible to humans, and likewise, humans do not appear clearly to them. Uh, jinn have the power to travel uh, large distances in extreme speeds, and they are thought to live in remote areas like mountains, seas, trees, and the air. In their own communities. So there's a huge group of them. Somewhere. But you don't know where. That's, that's the fun part. Uh, anyways. Characteristics. A few. Traditions. Well, I want to say traditions. Why, why does it say traditions? Why did I write traditions? Anyways. Uh, the jinn are defined. Uh, in three different classes. Uh, those that have wings and fly in the air, those who resemble snakes and dogs, and those who travel about senselessly. Uh, other reports claim that they were described as creatures of different forms resembling vultures and snakes. Others, tall men in white garb, uh, they may even appear as dragons and ongars or a number of other animals. In addition to their animal forms, jinn occasionally assume human form to mislead and destroy their human victims. Certain Hades, 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 I'm gonna say Hades, it's probably wrong, but going with what I got, 
uh, have also claimed that Jin may subside, uh, subsist on bones, which will grow. Jesus Christ, that guy almost hit us. Ah, uh, oh man. Anyways, I'm allowed to gas a little bit. Keep keeping it low, but man, I'm not on campus, nor am I recording on campus. So we're good on that front. Whew. Anyways, back on the topic. Uh, the gym basically consume bones. Uh, so any animals that may get in their way or something that comes to them, they will consume the bones and leave the flesh to decompose and back into the soil. And the whole process starts all over again. Uh, anyways, let's see here. Uh, they typically live in flocks, which is interesting. I could be very wrong, but that's what I could find. For some, uh, it is believed that Jin were generally ignorant, untrustful, oppressive, and treacherous, thus representing the strict interpretations. Uh, it is widely believed that Jin account for much of the magic perceived by humans cooperating with magicians to lift items in the air unseen, delivering hidden truths to fortune tellers, and mimicking the voices of deceased humans during seances. Now, sightings of the Jin can be found in various Muslim cultures around the world. Um... These introductions to, well, these sightings kind of, kind of go in and out because there, there are different types of jinn. Um, they're about, let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There are about, there are about ten types of jinn that I will be going over. Uh, so they, they are seen in multiple different ways, multiple different attitudes towards people in general or animals. Uh, the most notorious ones are dealing with Rwandan's genocide when that happened. Uh, a mosque was protected by the Islamic magics of the jinn, or the infectious fate. Hold up. Yeah, no. Yeah, they, they were protected. So the djinn protected the mosque from an arsonist uh, trying to set it on fire. Uh, then there was a djinn that was caught by an er elderly person who stopped him by capturing him in a bottle sailing away forever, which hints the whole point of genies. Genies in a bottle, which are what we know, or if you have ever watched Aladdin, there's a gin for you. Um, yeah, they there. There, there's a lot, and I'll go into details of that right now. Uh, so, first of all, there are many types of gin, and I will be going over the ghouls. The ghouls are first. They are shape-shifting, cannibalistic, and blood-drinking creatures that feed on flesh of human beings, especially travelers, children, or even corpse stolen. Co corpses being stolen out of their graves. 
uh, the oldest reference to ghouls in Arabian lore are found in the Book of 1001 Nights. Uh, there are several types of ghouls. The most feared is a female type ghoul, uh, or gola, I think. I'm going to assume it is right, but I don't know. Uh, which has the ability to appear as a normal mortal woman. According to the lore, this creature marries an unsuspecting man who becomes her prey. Uh, the ghoul are nocturnal creatures who inhabit graveyards, ruins, and other lonely places. Uh, sometimes they are described as dead humans who sleep for long periods of times in secret graves. Then they awake, rise, and feast on both the living and the dead. Goals also person personifies the unknown terrors held by the desert and Persian lore. Uh, well, held in the desert. In Persian lore, the goal has legs of a donkey and horns of a goat. The next one on my list is the hen. Hen Arjun. I get it. It's rhyming. Uh, anyways, uh, they are close to animals, and they especially like to appear as dogs. In Mar it, this is a book. In miraculous ex aspects of things existing. It's a book. It's a weird. It's a weird title. Complicating title. Or it can also be found in the Book of Jinn. Uh, they have cited in. They, they, in these books, they have been also cited in Arabia, Persia, and India. Uh, but these books contain several pages dedicated to this particular chin. Um, but that's really all I could find. Infrit uh, is another jinn. Uh, according to lore, it is an evil and powerful. Is an evil, powerful, and challenging to control. Uh, the Infront are a class of infernal gen noted for their strength and cunning. Uh, it is enormous, has enormous wings of fire, uh, either male or female. So you don't really know which one you, you get in, uh, in conflict with. Uh, Infrants live in society, in structured societies along ancient. Arab tribal lines, complete with kings, tribes, and clans. They generally marry one another, but also can marry humans. While ordinarily weapons and forces have no power over them, they are susceptible. They basically be, can be harmed by magic, which humans can use to kill, capture, or enslave them. Uh, as with the jinn, an infrit may, may be either a believer or an unbeliever, good or evil, but it is most often depicted as a wicked and is wicked and ruthless. Next up, we got Jan. Jan, not Jen. Jan, J A N N. Ah, are uh, shapeshifters who live in the desert and take the form of world winds and white camels. They are art art. Uh, they are open-minded about humans and were um, among the first gen encountered by people. 
Uh, they have the power to hide or reveal oasis in the desert. Uh, depending on whether they like or dislike a party of travelers, they're the enemies. They're mainly the enemies of ghouls throughout history. Uh, the Jan protected armies they deem righteous, while impeding on those deemed unworthy. The entire course of history is affected when they help aside. As a result, many events vital to Islamic history have been attributed to the Jan. Next up, we got the uh, Merid. It, it is an Arabic folklore and common mythology. Uh, it is known as a large and powerful jinn. The term Merid is still used in Arabic to refer to giants. Merids are often described as the most powerful type of jinn, especially having great powers. They are the proudest as well. Like every jinn, they have free will, yet can be compelled to perform chores. According to folklore, they also have the ability to grant wishes to mortals, but they usually requires bottles. No, wait, no, that's not bottles. I can't read. Uh, but that usually requires battle, imprisonment, rituals, or a great deal of flattery. Next up, we got the Naznas. That's probably the favorite one I like to say. Uh, are another weak form of gen. They're hybrid-like human and animal-like forms and may account for some of our encounters with mysterious creatures. It is also described in the book of 1001 Nights as a half-human being. Uh, it has a half-head of a body. Wait, yeah. It's a half a head, half a body, one arm, and one leg. It hops on the single leg, uh, which is... It it's something. Um, don't don't really know why why does this even exist, um, or even if it doesn't exist, why 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 one leg? Why hopping? Okay. Anyways, the Naznas said to be offspring of the Shek, Shik, Shik. It's the Shik, and a human being. It's believed it can kill a person by just touching them, and the person would be fleshless in more in mere seconds. So one touch, you got no skin. You're done. It, it's over. Better hope they can't catch up to you. Uh, next up, we got the palace. Yeah, the palace is a vampire foot, foot, foot licker uh, that lives in the desert. It's very unfortunate if you live in the desert. Yeah, that that's uh hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no. Uh it is low intelligence and can be easily outwitted. According to lore, it attacks sleeping people and drains their blood by licking the soles of their feet. It can be fooled by two people sleeping end-to-end -end with their soles of their feet together or under each of their heads. 
So that it's either a very uncomfortable night or the possibility of you dying by this creature sucking the blood out of your soul, of your foot. Uh, yeah, that that is very unfortunate. Uh, next up, we got the Shaten, Shaten, Shaten. I don't know, or uh, demon, Satan. Their version. I I don't. I don't know. I mean, I read a little bit of what they are, but they are. They can't really do any harmful things. They can suggest you to do stuff. Uh, but they can't. They can't really do too much after that. Um, it's it's basically like a evil spirit trying to scare the living shit out of you, so you can. Either scare or it's it's to convince you to do something not too great. Uh, so that's that's fun. Uh, they're less powerful. Uh, they they really don't have as much power as the rest of them. Uh, next up, we got the Shik. It is a lower form of Jin. It is a half-creature, or literally one half-formed and thus monstrous appearance. Uh, the the picture that they got is basically, imagine a person with no neck, and the head is the size of the torso. That is that is where it's at. Or, or the Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I don't know which one's the correct one, but I'm going to say both. Uh, Without the hunch in the back. Without the... Yeah, the hump in the back. It's literally... A person with no neck. Um, they are found in Southeast Asia. And... Yeah. They're, they're found in Southeast, Southeast Asia. And that's, a, that's about it. Uh, and then the final... The final gym... Is the Salat the Salat are expert shapeshifters and are the smartest of all the jinn, and they can mimic human human appearance with ease. Uh, yeah, so they're the main ones you should be wary of, really. Uh, other than your your blood being sucked out at your feet. Uh, your skin being ripped off in mere seconds by a one-footed creature. Uh, yeah, they—they're it, it, a very interesting cryptic. It—it uh, it, yeah, that's literally all I got. Uh, hope everyone's doing well. And we will be back to regular scheduled podcasts soon as I get back uh, to campus. Uh, so, anyways, uh, that's all I got. Hope you all enjoyed. Like, subscribe, follow, follow our our podcast on every other form of streaming available. And we will get on with the next episode. Hope you enjoy. Bye.